There are right ways and wrong ways of expressing appreciation and reinforcing positive behavior. Here are some suggestions for praising the people under you. Number one, hand out commendations in public. One-to-one -one praisings are not nearly as effective as public kudos. I shall never forget a Monday afternoon during my sophomore year in high school. I knew I had played better than usual in the previous Friday's football game and when we assembled for practice, I wondered if the coach had noticed my good locks. Not only had he noticed, he proceeded to tell the whole squad it was not brilliant praise, for I was not a brilliant player. Yet I remember, 35 years later, my deep pride as he chewed out certain members of the team for poor performances and said, Now, McGinnis is another story. He's not the most coordinated player we've got, but he was really putting out on Friday. I recall the words verbatim because I desperately needed to be accepted in that group, and when that coach praised me before the team, I finally felt that I was somebody in their eyes. Parental praisings at dinner will go further than individual commendations, for you have made your child feel good before an audience, and when you have meetings with your employees, use that as an opportunity to dispense your thanks. We all feign modesty and are reluctant to boast about ourselves, but I've never known people who did not like having others boast about them. To be present when your boss is telling about your success to someone on the telephone, for instance, or to be at a party when your wife is describing the intelligent way you handled a problem with the children yesterday, those are heady pleasures. Number two, use every success as an excuse for celebration. My wife is an expert at praise, and when anything out of the ordinary has happened, a book goes into another printing or I complete a piece of furniture in the garage. She makes a very big thing of it. She greets me at the door with a special hug, and perhaps with tears in her eyes. She stands with me and talks about how happy she is. Then she fixes us all a special dinner. The best families frequently celebrate each other's achievements. Life is sometimes dreary for the people around us, and we can make their existence more pleasurable as well as increase their production if we seize every opportunity for celebration. Number three, employ some gesture to give weight to your commendation. One of the best investments an employer can make is to buy gifts for staff. When gift giving becomes ritualized, as at Christmas, it never means as much as when some project is completed and you take the group to lunch and hand out tokens of your appreciation or have secretly had plaques made for their office walls. Thomas Watson Sr. at IBM said to have made a practice of writing out a check on the spot for achievements he observed in his own peripatetic management role. When Peters and Waterman were doing the research for their book on excellence in business, they found many such examples of on-the-spot bonuses. At Foxborough Corporation, a technical advance was desperately needed for survival in the company's early days. Late one evening, a scientist rushed into the president's office with a working prototype. Dumbfounded at the elegance of the solution, bemused about how to reward it, the president bent forward in his chair, rummaged through most of the drawers in his desk, found something, leaned over the desk to the scientist and said, Here! In his hand was a banana, the only reward he could immediately put his hands on. From that point on, 
the small gold banana pin has been the highest accolade for scientific achievement at Foxborough. Number four, put your compliment in writing. There is almost magical power in note, especially the handwritten letter. When you are important to a person and you take the time to send a letter of commendation, that gesture can have rich rewards. Sometimes you can double the effect of the gesture by writing, not to the person, but to someone else. I have a friend who travels a great deal and when an airline employee does him a favor, he not only thanks the person face to face, but also asks for the name of the employee's supervisor and drops a note to that supervisor when he returns home. You can be sure that carries more weight than any expression of thanks to the employee. Number five, be very specific in your praise. Vague slaps on the back, like telling people that they're doing a good job, do not have nearly the impact of a detailed commendation. I like the way you use the colors for the tree in your picture, registers with a five-year-old more than you're saying, that's a pretty picture. It shows that you have looked at it with care. Moreover, you are reinforcing specific behavior. Let's say that your staff has successfully pulled in a large contract. They may not be aware of the exact reasons they succeeded this time and failed at another time. So it is important for you to point out exactly what you liked about their presentation and to show that you noticed how they worked overtime on a crucial weekend to sharpen the proposal. Karen Pryor tells about her friend Annette who is good at comforting and offers sympathy and advice when you're in trouble. But it is in the area of good news that Annette offers unusual reinforcement, says Pryor. Tell her the bank approved your loan and she does more than say, that's great. She points out exactly what you did to earn and deserve the good news. You see? Annette might respond. Remember all the trouble you went to with the phone company and getting an air travel card? Now it pays off for you. You're recognized as a good businesswoman, but you have to make the right moves first. And you did. I'm really proud of you. That, says Pryor, is more than approval. That is reinforcement. leader will always be on the lookout for signs of positive change. There is nothing more demoralizing than to change at great expense, than have our superiors allow the change to go unnoticed. Too frequently, they assume that we have the same bad habits or attitudes that we had last month, when in fact, we may be quite different. A.W. Beaven tells of a heartbreaking incident. A little girl had been misbehaving and her mother had to rebuke her often. But one day, the little girl had tried especially hard and hadn't done a single thing that called for reprimand. That night, after the mother had tucked her in bed and started down the stairs, she heard her daughter sobbing. Turning back, she found her head buried in the pillow. Between sobs, her daughter asked, Haven't I been a pretty good girl today? That question, said the mother, went through me like a knife. I had been quick enough to correct her when she did wrong, but when she had tried to behave, I had not noticed it. I had put her to bed without one word of appreciation.